More money, you got less problems. At least minor ones, all your basics accounted for. Team Elite, I run with them, guaranteed to be Final Four. Less money, you got more problems. More money, you got less problems. At least. All right, we're back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Bringing Albany Communities Knowledge uh, tonight. Uh, we have the person who is responsible for real talk. I mean, the real talk. So uh, this brother gets everybody engaged, uh, whether it is the first thing in the morning, uh, the middle of the afternoon, or late at night. You know what I mean? He somehow has his ears tuned into the concrete. Uh, this man uh, needs no... Uh, introduction, but I'm giving him the biggest introduction anywho, because he got his VUU joint on going on over there. So, uh, but uh, this is Councilman Derek Johnson, the Honorable Derek Johnson. So thank you for stepping in and having an, in, uh, an interview with back tonight. And I really look forward to diving into our conversation the way that we normally have it. And I think that it's going to be an interesting um story at a time where uh, Albany needs to hear from uh, its fellow Albanians in regards to a lot of the things that's coming on. So I think I got the best person that I could actually have on right now uh, 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 to give that real talk. So uh, thank you and uh, back welcome Derek Johnson uh, uh, for tonight's interview. So first of all, I want to say, um, you know, you know, thank you for all those kind words. Um, <laughs> And, you know, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure um, on many different levels to uh, be a part of this conversation tonight. So, uh, you know, as I said to you earlier, I was excited. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, don't, you keep all that, you keep all those juices coming because uh, uh, I got enough questions coming for you that should run the full gamut of everything. So, so, so stay just as excited as you are right now. Uh, the fir very first thing I always do, D, before before we get into the, the thick of the questions is I always ask, uh, during this quarantine, we've been quarantined for the last five months, man, how have you been surviving? What kind of creative things have you been doing uh, to stay motivated through the quarantine? Or how has the quarantine affected you and your family? Wow. So the, um, the quarantine has been bittersweet for me. You know, um, um, in January, we found out that my mother had uh, cancer. Mm. And, you know, um, as, as cancer played out in her life, the quarantine became important to us because it provided me the opportunity to care for her and to spend, you know, her last moments, you know, in her presence. So, like, um, the quarantine has many different meanings to me, but, you know, on a personal level, it has a... Um, a special meaning to me because it afforded me the opportunity to take advantage of, um, you know, my mother's most of the time that my mother was alive during that um, quarantine. So, mm. you know, and, and other parts, it um, it's almost like you feel like you have handcuffs on, you know, uh, handcuffs on top of handcuffs because yeah. you can't do things. You're limited, you know, um, as, as an um, elected official, I'm used to being in front of the people and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, being able to ride off of the people's energy. And when you're on Zoom, it, it, it's not the same. So. Same. Okay. Okay. 
Well, listen, man, first things first, brother. I know you and I done had these conversations already, you know, uh, 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 losing, because uh, uh, we both lost our mother. So, you know, uh, losing your mom is, you know what I mean, as, as Nas would say, you know what I mean, it's, it's one of those essential pieces to our being, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I, I know you've been a trooper uh, uh, through that process and, and being able to be there for your mom at that time. And just also realizing how you evolve through the caring of other people. You find out things about yourself that, you know, you never even thought that you had the gumption uh, uh, to be able to do. So, you know what I mean? Sorry uh, that you had to experience that, but I'm sure that your mom uh, prepared you uh, to be uh, the best representation of her and carry out her legacy through you. So, you know what I mean? But sorry, uh, sorry you had to experience that, D. Thank you, bro. Thank you. She is well missed, man. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to keep, you know, I want to just keep smiling. <clears throat> and, you know, it's hard when you when you think about um, the total loss, because you don't really even understand the total loss because it's still so new. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, my um, my my uh, fire has um, gotten stronger in her absence because, you know, it, it, you know, I have a job. I still have a job mm -hmm. to do. And I, you know the mission isn't is isn't um, finished yet though. Okay, okay, and that's and, and that's part of it, man. You know, as as somber as it can be, you know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, uh, death is a part of the uh, the the circle of life, and it's just like you know, like you said, it didn't die there because it's still it lives on uh, through you and your sibling. You know, what I mean, so mm -hmm. it's just like yo, or or everybody else that she touched. You know, what I mean. Uh, I think about my mother every day, you know, I got her picture on my laptop. So whenever I log in, it's just like, you know, I, I can see her right now, like, hey, asshole, you know what I mean? So, mm, so, yeah. so, you know, and, and I purposely do that to myself to keep myself connected in, in, in that way. So it's just like, and it's like, like you said, that fire is mm -hmm. like, I'm not just living for myself. You know what I mean? I got a purpose. I got things to go ahead and do. And you know what I mean? And Albany is one of those purposes, which is what led us here uh, tonight, talking about bringing Albany community's knowledge and, you know, I mean, that's what I'm going to tap into tonight. And we're going to use uh, uh, the power and the presence of our angels that we got around us to go ahead and guide us tonight. How about that? That sounds like a plan. That's, a, that's an easy lead to follow. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, man, I'm going I'm to I'm hit you with the first one. And the first one's going to be because uh, myself included. So I'm not going to say a lot of people because a lot of times people, people say a lot of people don't know this, but myself included. Can you please give us a breakdown of, you know, uh, uh, I know you're a councilman. Uh, can you please uh, give us a breakdown of how that works? Uh, what uh, area of Albany that you're responsible for? Uh, how is the council made up? Uh, I would really like to know that. But uh, um, as you give that uh, introduction about yourself, because I really want to know about uh, uh, Derek Johnson, please tell the Albany community about Derek Johnson what kind of passion projects you're working on, what kind of things that you're involved in, and in that definition, a breakdown to us, your role as a councilman there in Auburn. All right, so um, I'm Derek Johnson. I'm um, Henry and Pat's oldest son. I'm Anna Mae uh, McNeil, or Mother Williamson's oldest grandchild. Um, I love Albany. Uh, I am, you know, I, I, I bleed Albany. Everywhere I go, I bring Albany with me because um, it has touched me 
in a manner that I will always want to see it improve. And and so um, with that said, I'm the uh, second ward councilman, which um, really um, I'm responsible for uh, South Pearl Street down, it starts at uh, as Apprentice, and it goes mm -hmm. as far up as the South Mall Towers. And um, I have some parts of 2nd Ave and, and um, the top of uh, Morton Ave. And, you know, um, one of my roles of as a councilman is, you know, obviously to be the voice of the community and make sure that we have a voice at the table and, and uh, people understand the needs of the, and the concerns of the community. But um, I think uh, uh, just as important part is to, you know, um, to connect the youth with local government. You know, when I was, when I was younger um, in elementary, I really didn't know who, you know, what the mayor was or, you know, council people. And uh, I think that the early that we get this stuff introduced to the kids, the better, the better off they have of having an understanding of it. Because I can remember I won an election one time for the neighborhood based alliance and I didn't know what a quorum was. I didn't know what a lot of things that, you know, as you walk in to um, that type of meeting, you, you'll learn about. So um, one of the things that I wanted to do is just be um, an example that you can be from the neighborhood and, and, you know, know what's going on and still have these abilities to, you know, have a conversation with the mayor you know, I wanted to be that person that could have a conversation with the mayor, have a conversation with the DA, have a conversation with who needed, who I needed to, but also still be able to go back to the neighborhood and have the conversations with the people that, you know, I, um, you know, grew up with. Mm. So, you know, um, it's been important to um, just come home and, and just get involved. You know, uh, when I came home and I just looked at what was going on, um, in, in our community, I was not happy. And, and you know, and I just saw that um, for my um, group, it was just a lack of somebody willing to step up and, and just, you know, try to do the right thing. Because, you know, sometimes trying to do the right thing is, is a um, good lesson as well, because you're mm -hmm. at least, you know, um, going in the right direction. So, you know, um, once um, we got things going in the right direction, you know, some of us were able to ride off each other. You know, okay. um, the energy and the momentum, you know, they, they say for people who work out, a lot of people were complaining about the gyms being closed because their energy was, mm -hmm. um, you know, connected to others. And, it, and so it, like you left to be by yourself. Yes. And so progress, a lot of times when you're all starting, we all starting out together, progress is connected to each other because okay. a lot of times we don't really know what we're doing. You know, we trying something new. So. Um, you know, just to be out in front and, and um, to try to do things that I saw, you know, when I was coming up in Albany, um, I saw people, you know, um, creating opportunities for people to come together okay. and, you know, bringing people together, but bringing people together with purpose to okay. understand that, you know, we, whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it with class okay. and we're going to do it in a manner that we're not going to leave um, uh, uh, we're not going to leave issues so that if we want to do it again, we can do it again. And, and so like, that's the type of mentality that I was trying to bring back to Albany because in the places that I went, you know, it was heavy community involvement. They had activities going on and you come back to Albany and that's not happening. 
And and so, you know, um, that's the, the flavor that I wanted to bring back to the community that we can do whatever it is that we want to do, we can do. And, okay. you know, we got to figure out, you know, what my job was like trying to figure out how to make, you know, some of this stuff happen for the first time. Mm. Listen, so, man, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think, I think that you accomplished it, you know, and, and I'm not fast forwarding you in any way, but I think that you accomplished it. And I'm thinking about it as you speak in my head. I'm just like, I think maybe out of three of maybe the five or six people I've interviewed already, you know, they've all mentioned you. <laughs> so, you know I mean? As being the person that was the plug, as being the person that was the difference maker. So if that was what you set out to do when you came back from Virginia University, uh, I think that you accomplished that, young man. Well, I'll I just say this, you know, like when, when I watched the Jason, when, when Jason was mm -hmm. talking, and as I'm saying this right now, I'm getting goosebumps because I can remember the OGs telling me, they was like, yo, man, yo, it's this dude, man, he remind, yo, he, he, he remind me of you, he could play, blah, 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 blah. And I look at him, you know, a handsome young man, you know, well-spoken, and, you know, it was just so easy to, to take a liking to him. And, you know, like, like and, it, and it's just crazy because years later, you know, we don't spend a lot of time around each other, but, you know, the love, like, soon as we see each other, it's automatic. So then you had Aaron on there, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm looking at Aaron, and you, and you had Scooby on there, and then you mm -hmm. had my man, you had my man, the ghost, Charles too, <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you, man. you had D on there, you know, so yeah. like, I'm, you know, I, I, when you called me and said, yo, D, it's your time, it's funny, mm -hmm. once I saw D, I knew, I knew it was coming, mm -hmm. so, like, like, stuff like this is, um, it's supposed to happen. Correct. That's why when you sent the questions, I said, yo, we're going to do mine's a little bit different. You mm -hmm. can pick the questions, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we talking about something that I know very well. I know me and I know Albany. Correct. So, you know, what, what, what do we need to, uh, you know, hey, I, hey, I, don't need to, I don't need to have nothing to do with this. I just want to respond to you. There you go. That's what makes it authentic. Leads me to question number two for you. Uh, uh, this one here is what I'm learning that this is, this is my power question. I learn a lot about people from this question right here. What's your favorite place to visit in Albany and why? Uh, you know, like, who favorite place to visit? Like, so, like, I have favorite places, you know, um, and it wasn't Ted's, you know, uh, like, okay. <laughs> so for me, for me, most of the time, if I'm driving back from college, right, I want to get off at exit 22. Mm. And I want to come up South Pearl Street because I always wanted to see South Pearl. That's where I became a man at. You know, I always wanted to look at 632A. Hmm. Most importantly, I wanted to see my basketball court, you know. And so, like, I would drive up South Pearl. So, you know, um, one of my, I guess, my favorite place when I was coming back to Albany would be Stencil's Barbershop. Mm, okay. okay. Man, you, you know, like, I can remember going to Stencil's Barbershop with my father, right? and couldn't be a part of the conversations, but I was listening and, you know, they were always talking about stuff that, you know, that, 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 um, was interesting to me. And, you know, mm -hmm. anything is interesting to you that you can't participate in. Oh, definitely. So, so, you know, time went on and, you know, like I, you know, we started going in there without my father, 
And we started having our own identity in there. And, you know, like this barbershop was bricks before mm -hmm. bricks. You know, um, this was like, yo, you can go in there and the conversations be so heavy. And, you mm -hmm. know, like I grew up to the point where I was leading the conversations or they were come calling me saying, hey, yo, D, what's up with this? Mm -hmm. So, you know, just to come in and see um, Butch, to see um, Stents, to see Cool Cow, to see my man Barry, you know, like, and, and you know, those were the main ingredients of stencils. But each time it was a different brew because you didn't know who was going to walk through there. So um, Stencils Barbershop um, was, was, was a place that um, I always cherished um, um, okay. visiting. Okay. Yeah, man. It was um, where you had Stencils around the corner. You had Herman. Uh, what was the one on um, – Wolf? On, nah, on, on Clinton, on the bottom of Clinton, right, right across the street from Holloway's. Oh, Modern. Modern. Modern, modern Barber. There you go. Yeah, yeah, because it was a penny candy store, and then you had Holloway's, and you had Modern Barbershop. There you go. Yeah, man. So listen, I got I to gotta bring this story up. So I'm in Richmond one time getting a haircut at my barbershop, because when I go to Richmond, one of the first places that I want to see is my barbershop, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm in my barbershop in college, and um, I hear some talking in the back. And I looked up. I said, hold up. I said, Uncle Herm. <laughs> yeah, Herm turned around and saw it was me. He said, man, y'all are messed up. Y'all don't let. Now, I called him Uncle Herm. Mm -hmm. He turned around. As soon as he looked at me, he said, grandson. <laughs> <laughs> he said, man, y'all are messed up. So. Herm had been, you know, Herm would go down to Virginia and he would talk junk about mm. his barbershop to these guys, right? Mm. And, uh, yo, you know, this is my second barbershop. This is my mm -hmm. barbershop. This is my home shop on the road. Mm. Um, so when Herm leaves, they, they like, D, yo, do he got a barbershop? I said, yeah, he got mm -hmm. a barbershop. I said, I used to get my hair cut there. Three-star barbershop. You know, he said, tell him, don't we, grandson, don't I got it going on? I said, he got it going on. <laughs> because, you know, like, at the end of the day, um, those experiences mm. are priceless. And you know right. what? You, you you can't duplicate that. I love what's going on at Bricks. I love the energy at TNT. I mm. love celebrities. You know, mm. I love Will's Barbershop. Mm. But it has never be like stances and you know mm -hmm. and that's no disrespect to anybody but no you know, no it's just it's just the time period it's the it's the time period in which you needed it at the time mm -hmm. when you were coming up and you were developing yourself like you said it was like double dutch i'm trying to get in on on these conversations so it's yeah. just a time period the time period of 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 that era is just going to mean something different to you because you needed it for a different reason and what you may need the current barbershop now as a as a as a as an adult. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I get it. I get it. I get it. It was too funny. Herman Herman gave me my first baldy, right? And mm -hmm. I remember I remember my cousin Nick laughing at me for days because Herman refused to 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 to, to like shave me bald. And so I had like little patches of hair on my yeah, head still, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yo, I remember coming out. And all I remember, this dude had a joke for everything. And he was just like, yo, he clowned me for days. And I was like, yo, Herman, yo, you got to cut this off, man. And he's like, yo, they out here clowning me. He's like, yeah. He said, he said, young blood, you too, you too young for this or whatever. You too young to get this raised. I'm like, you need to get this hair off my body. Make it bald. Yo, yeah. bro, you know what they used to call that? 
You got a perm from Herm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He definitely, definitely got me. Let me see. Question for you here. Uh, thinking about your younger self, D, uh, what would you have wanted someone to tell the younger Derek? The, the young man who was uh, 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 striving to figure out himself in the world at any particular point that you can identify with with this question. Uh, what, would you, what would you have wanted someone to tell the younger Derek, knowing what you know now? Um, I, I have to be honest, man. My mother and my father told me everything that I needed mm -hmm. to know that, you know, so like I would really say, just listen. You know, you know, like I would really um, want to hone in on the jewel that you have two ears for a reason and one mouth, mm. Mm. you know, um, just to be a better listener. Um, uh, but listen. Um, I would listen to, you know, the uh, information that was given to me because I was given good information. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, I would uh, focus better. Okay. Okay. It's interesting uh, 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 what you just said. It was like, I, I tell my four-year-old, I tell Dom that all the time. It was like, listen, I said, you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Do mm -hmm. more listening and less talking. <laughs> And so, so, and it's too funny because he always uh, regurgitates it and spits it back at me. He's like, I know, I know, daddy. I got, mm -hmm. I got two ears and one mouth. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah. you're planting a seed right now. And, you know, yeah. and as it goes on, it's going to get watered. And before you know it, he's not going to have to be reminded about that. You know, it's mm -hmm. going to be, and then plus he hear, you know, he sees you modeling it, Mr. Mm -hmm. Model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said no pun intended hey listen you know um it's, it's just funny man um thinking about you know i was golfing with um jockeem and jockeem mm. is in his ninth or tenth year doing his program mm. and it's like wow you know like we have been blessed although they have taken some things from us you know i just think about what what how worse would it have been without model and without mm. um for a family Mm. So, you know, um, like I appreciate in, that. And 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 um in tough times, man, it's real easy to uh shut down and, and to focus on the negative. But you know, uh, what what I have been trying to do is, you know, um find the positive and, you, and you know, and, and get it out there. So, you know, um the model um is and, and it's funny because I was, I'm trying to help someone else out. And, you know, the, he, the, the thing that he said is he wants to do, you know, what the, the, the work that the model was doing and, and the work that mm -hmm. you and brother Yusef were doing. So mm -hmm. I said, listen, you know, we can't get to uh, brother Yusef, but yeah. I can get to, you know, this, mm -hmm. the, the next best thing. So, um, you know, um, the blueprint, man, is, is there for everybody. Once you do something, yeah, you know, it's, it's a recipe to show, each and everyone else, what can be accomplished. And, you know, um, right now we just need um, more um, authentic and, and, and um, people-minded um, uh, efforts right now. Okay. I, th yeah. I think that um, it, it, that's, the, that's what it's calling for. The time is calling for, you know, um, us to put our arms around each other. 
and, and it's, you know, it's, um, it's the best time too. It's the best time because never in my, you know, what I mean, in 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 my tender age, you know, I have never seen a time period where, uh, you know, the the conversation, the dialogue was a welcomed conversation and dialogue. You have pockets, you have opportunities to have the dialogue right now to talk about change and to not mm -hmm. uh, ostracize yourself or feel like, you know, I'm the only person that feels this way. I'm the only person that's experiencing this racism. I'm the only, I'm the only person that's experiencing police brutality. It's on a world scale right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's just like, hey, you know, right now is the time to, you know what I mean, hone in or tap into, you know what I mean, those feelings, those, uh, those emotions and make something out of it. You know what I mean? Uh, I've learned over the years, you know what I mean, not to stay in a rut. You know what I mean? That was something I was really good at before. You know what I mean? When you talk about models, it's like I, 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 I run a model for nine years. I realize now that, you know, we would have been as successful as we were, but we would have been 10 times more successful had I had and my partners had a little bit more years underneath us and maturity to uh, 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 to realize, you know, it's not about ego. It's not about uh, who's got titles. It's not about money. It's really about just focusing in on this platform that God has given to us. Because that's where it came from, period. You know what I mean? I, I may be able to talk great, but guess what? That's not it. What is it, the message that God's trying to use me to, uh, to be able to, uh, uh, to bring to fruition for his kingdom? And that's the thing, man. So you need, sometimes you need uh, to go through those experiences. You need those bumps in the life to help you to, to realign and readjust. So, you know, it's interesting. I, I brought up Joaquin's name because mm -hmm. I look at both of y'all. Um, um, one of the things that I admire to y'all is that y'all came in and you jumped right in. Like when y'all came back mm -hmm. from school, you didn't you didn't wait and say, hey, let me go, let me go do this, let me go do that. You came home and you was talking about it, and the next thing you know, you was about it. And you know, um, um, the same I could say with Joaquin, uh, um, how he came home and and and, mm -hmm. and him and John Scott, they jumped right in it. Mm -hmm. And so, like when when you look at stuff, like you know, it, like. Your story is saying, yo, some people did some good things. Some some people did some things right. You know, and um and you know that we both know that um, you know, you went in search of finding what's right. You know, um you mm -hmm. you, you know, you was on a mission. And um so that makes it even more um impressionable to me because I know your journey personally mm -hmm. up close. And so, you know, um I wanna, you know, make sure that um people here and know, you know, that you still are connected in Albany. And, you know, I thought it was so thoughtful of you to, you know, um, work hard to get yourself in the position that you're in, but also stay connected with that passion that you have for Albany. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, I said it to you the last time that we, we talked about back, but I thank you for being patient with me. Um, mm -hmm as I was trying to figure out how to, you know, make the um, connection and, mm. you know, um, going back to your original question um, about um, COVID and, you know, the blessing was this right here. Mm. You know, this is a, 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 a direct blessing of um, us being stuck in the house because it, mm -hmm. it gave us the answer, the vehicle, it became the vehicle that we needed, which was Zoom. Mm -hmm. You know, just getting, <laughs> just getting in touch and, and understanding how things work. 
you know, um, and, and so, bro, man, uh, a lot of energy tonight, man. A lot okay. of energy. Okay. All right. Keep yeah. it there. Keep it there. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for, I'm coming for your sweater and I'm coming and I'm coming for your hat right now. Uh, do you think education saved you and opened up doors for you? Definitely. Definitely. Education, uh, Education is um, so powerful um, because it's different for each person. Mm. You know, um, you know, it's a lot of people to get the paper. It's a lot of people that, um, but you know, the experiences like, you know, college is about a whole bunch of things at once. Sure. And so, you know, um, and then the black college experience is just different. It's, 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 it's dope. But, you know, once again, everybody's experience is different. Correct. And so, you know, like, um, like, like if they do a story about Johnson C. Smith, you know, um, you know, the, you know, all of y'all understand. Right. And then if they do a story about us, all of us are understand. But if they share the stories, it's a lot mm -hmm. of similarities in there. You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the um, historically black campus life is, you know, you have to experience that. And, you mm -hmm. know, um, I'm, um, feeling real strong about um our situation now that you see the uh the athletes starting to think about and consider mm -hmm. staying home and and playing you know a, a top 50 um basketball player just signed with uh Howard mm -hmm. and, and so like it it make people um look at uh, black universities in a different <laughs> manner and really catch up to really what's going on because some some very important people and, and our history have come from black colleges. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, Virginia Spe Union. Speaking of, speaking of yours, you got a few. Uh, I'm thinking yes. of, uh, uh, what's my man, uh, Ben Wallace. Uh, Oakley. Ben Wallace came from Virginia Union, right? Ben Wallace, Charles Oakley, Terry mm -hmm. Davis, A.J. English, Jamie Waller. Um, mm -hmm. You know, good, good guys, good basketball players. But we have some other people, you know, Doug Wilder, the first elected um, governor of the United States um, is a uh, union. Um, um, an interesting one was Kanye's mother went to uh, Virginia mm. Union. Um, okay. And a, a couple of um, actors, but, you know, like, like those, those big names are great, man. But I'm going to tell you, I met a brother named Drake Simpson, uh, Junie Washington, um, AJ. Well, a, you know, I played ball with AJ. You know, I met some, lifelong friends some brothers you know um you know when my mom's when we when we buried my mom's my, my boys was right there with me you know mm -hmm. um and you know unfortunately it was some people from albany that wasn't there and we not you know mm -hmm. we not we not um holding anything against them but you know when you drive eight hours to go support your people that's you know and, and actually that's 16 hours because mm -hmm. you got to go back so you know things like that man uh, says a lot about um, that experience because says says everything everything yes. everything and what you need to know uh, you know because like you said earlier it's not just about the education it's about the experience some of my closest friends in life <laughs> I met through going to undergrad and you know like I said people have put their time their energy on the line for you in that regard you know I got a friend actually he wasn't even from undergrad but you know I did work with him through model. And, and mm -hmm. he lives down here with me. And mm -hmm. he, shocked, he shocked me when I seen him pop up at my mom's funeral. It was like, because I didn't even expect that. And it was like, 
you know, it's, it's those types of things that, that make people stand out. You know what I mean? It's those types of things that, you know, it, it sets you apart. And a lot of those relationships we get, you know what I mean, uh, through undergrad, you know what I mean, or, or being able to travel and meet different people and have those same similarities. So it's, you know, education is dope and is the path is different for everybody. So I don't always say that it has to be the same for everybody, but your journey to exploration has to be there. It's like, as, as uh, my, my former sponsors from North Face would say, you know what I mean, never stop exploring. You know what I mean? You have, your exploration has to be there. You know what I mean? So. Like, like um, I, my college roommate was from Albany also. Mm. And um, we, we talked, he said, yo, man, if he had it to do all over, he may want to go to a different school for facilities and all of that. And I looked at him, I said, I would have no such thing. If the mm. only thing that I would like to do over, I would like, you know, uh, for, you know, and my mom's is not here. So, I, I, you know, I could say this without making her feel, but I would just wish I had more financial support, you mm -hmm. know, uh, so that it would be easy to focus on the things that uh, we're there for, you know, mm -hmm. and, and not have to worry about how you're going to get something to eat because that calf closed at four, four, mm -hmm. five o'clock and 11 o'clock come your stomach is touching your back. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, if, if, if I could change, I, I would change that part of it, but I would, you know, I'm a union man. Like I, I used to, um, as I was getting, putting this on today and I felt, I was like, no, I'm going to say this. You know, I remember watching Bill Cosby talk about Hillman or, you know, mm -hmm. um, on his show and, you know, they were so, um, patriotic to their to their universities and now here I am 50, mm -hmm. 50 years old and I'm gonna turn the AC up tonight just so it's okay <laughs> for me just so it's okay and so I could rep union because mm -hmm. you know um that's a part of me just like Albany yeah. High is a part of me Virginia Union is a big part of my life and you know I wear that everywhere I go as well okay good good speaking of Albany High going right there for you too in what ways were you, uh, 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 during your schooling through the uh, uh, Albany City School District, whether it was public or private, do you ever feel like you were miseducated uh, in the things that were, uh, that you learned through the education system? If so, so me, yes or no? I say yes. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to say this, right? Um, you know, because I heard Aaron talking about AT. Mm-hmm. So I went to school 19, right? And um, school 19 was the, the school of the schools, you know? In mm -hmm. fact, they had a school mm -hmm. within the school because they had a section that the AT kids were at. And so mm -hmm. we couldn't go over there. And, you know, like, you didn't, you know, if you want to see AT at its finest, school, um, go to school 19 in the, in the late 70s, you know, um, the early 80s. You know, they'll let you know, um, Mm, you don't belong here. Mm. And so like we had to deal with that. And, you know, um, so from that standpoint, you know, I felt um, some type of way, but it was wild because when they didn't let us in, you know, it was cause there was only a few black um, students at um, school 19 at that time, but they treated the other white kids the same way. Mm. So, you know, like we all bonded. Yeah. You know, that if you didn't meet, you know, the excellence, you know, you got thrown over there and they treated them like they were from downtown. So, um, so, you know, like, but, but those guys is funny because all of us bonded, you know, like, if, you okay. know, like, and, and some of those guys, they, my brothers to this day, when we see each other, it's like, you know, 
And it's wild because um, most of those guys didn't go to college. Mm. You know, so, like, it, it was like our paths changed. Like, by the time I was in fourth grade with them, by the time I caught back up with them in high school, you know, our our, our mm -hmm. um, lives were, were totally different. So, you know, um, I, I feel like um, on some parts the um, school district let me down and then on other parts it didn't mm -hmm. uh, because uh, we, we had, I had a bunch of people that cared about me and, and, you know, and, and, and that school and those schools, you know, um, I had people that, um, put their hands on me, man, you know, um, and, and told me, you know, that they care, you know, one of them I think about is coach Pierce, you know, mm -hmm. and I, when I was in 10th grade, he told me, I'm going to make you a good basketball player, but more importantly, I'm going to make you a, a better community member. And it's, fu it's funny because I ended up working with his wife years later in the, in the, um, in the school district. And mm -hmm. one day, Hines, me and Hines was working, and he said, yo, yo, you know who this is? And I looked at her. I was like, nah. He said, that's Coach Pierce's wife. I said, Eddie mm -hmm. Lance Pierce's wife? She, and she was like, <laughs> you know his middle name? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, that's my coach. But I said, you know, he started out my coach, but he's my brother now. And I said the same thing to her that he told me he was going to make me a, a, a better person. He was going to make me a better basketball player, but he was going to make me a better community member. She said, you mean you actually listen to him? I said, yes. <laughs> and so, you know, like, I, you know, I would be, um, you know, and, and Mr. Paris is just one of them. You know, like yeah. I had I had a whole, you know, a whole, whole bunch of them. In fact, my math teacher, I just saw him the other day. Um, and I called him, what, about six months ago? I said, hey, mm. hey, you know, I need a favor. He said, what's up? I said, I need some mm -hmm. uniforms for my, um, my team. He said, hey, well, you know, get them, get them um, shirts and shirts and, and get them some shooting shirts and get their names on them so they can keep them, you know. Like, mm. so he, he um, mm -hmm. you know, he's still <laughs> in my life, you know, um, um, 35 years later. Or it, actually, mm -hmm. it's almost about 40 now. There you go. Because he was my he was my um, teacher as a freshman, so you know just um, to have those uh, relationships then and that they're still healthy now, mm -hmm. it just um, it paints a picture of what my life could be moving forward with some of these kids that I'm working with. Um, you know, mm -hmm. look at look at us. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And it's just like not never overlooking the importance of a relationship, and you know, I think that. You know, I'm thankful that was one of the things that uh, I decided to catch on to early on because I think initially uh, I didn't understand the importance of every relationship. You know, what I mean, you just be like, oh, I'm never going to cross paths with that person again. I can treat this person like doodle. You know what I mean? And it's just mm -hmm. like that you can't have that approach, period. And, and it's like because you never really know who's going to end up where and, you know, I mean, what relationships might mean more to you later than what they are right now. My teachers were instrumental uh, in my development because they pushed me. And I remember when I first got to Albany High, it was like I was a part of a central school program. So it was a school within a school, that whole regions-based uh, prep course or whatever. And, you know, I used to give my teachers hell. And I used to be like, you know, oh, okay, well, you know what, that's what I'm going to do or whatever. But, you know, once I started to see them stick their neck out for me, once I started to see that it wasn't just about uh, me being in their classroom, it was about me, like, as you said, your teacher told you, it was like becoming a better person. 
when I realized that they were invested in Tyrell as the person, you know what I mean? It helped me to get past some of my immaturities. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Other ways I still had to mature, but it helped me to realize that they cared more for me and that carried over into my relationship with them that I still have to this day. I mean, I got some of the dopest teachers, you know what I mean, from Dan Lieber to uh, 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 George Benson to uh, Susan Moore, John, you name it, to uh, 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 Miss Cole Perkins, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, whoever, whoever you want to, whoever you want to name. So it's like I'm glad that you, I'm glad, I'm glad that you, uh, you brought that up because, you know, what I mean, not only do we have some negative experiences, I could bring up some of those names too. But it's just like you have some really dope people that will invest in you, but you got to be positioned enough to understand the importance of relationship. Well, you know, be, I, I don't want to leave this one because, like, I, I have to say, you know, um, Jerry Jennings, like, you know, mm. Mr. Jennings, like Mr. Jennings, the administrator, mm. you know, was was my guy. You know, like, mm. you know, like Mr. Jennings, the administrator, in my eyes, was like the he was the dude that could talk to everybody, you know, like, like mm. he, he was the, like Mr. Bach was real standoffish, but Jennings was approachable. Mm. Jennings was um, also, you know, like I, I learned what a maverick was in, mm. when it came to politics, because that's what they called him. I went and looked up that word, like, why do they call him a maverick, you know? Mm. And I was like, shoot, that sounds like me, you know, to speak their <laughs> mind, you know? So like, you know, um, like not, I, I can't say politically, you know, like we had that connection because like I felt, I didn't feel like we got our just due with him. You know, I didn't okay. feel like he took care, you know, I didn't feel like it went the way it was supposed to. We have a healthy relationship, but he also know that I felt like that because I made sure he did. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I have to bring up his name, you know, um, because uh, um, he, he played a part. You know, I had a, um, a guy, Mr. White, Mr. Mm -hmm. White wasn't my teacher, but, you know, I used to have a girlfriend in the South House, and I was in the North House. And we used to, you know, you know how, yeah, I used mm -hmm. to run through that high school, but when I came around the corner by Mr. White, mm. you know, I, he never knew I was running. And so we we had this conversation as an adult, or I, I was a younger adult, mm. and I was telling him, and he was like, well, well why did you stop running? I said, because I knew you was going to be outside the um, – and, and mm -hmm. I knew that the expectation was every teacher was supposed to be at their doorway during a change of um, class. Mm -hmm. And so he was taken back that I knew that and I understood that. And what I'm telling him is, you know, I'm a student. My job is to understand who's going to hold me accountable for doing what I'm not supposed to do, especially when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And so you got to learn how to move. And so, you know, he was, he, he was messed up by that. Now, check this out. Albany High, Virginia Union. I'm in that same barbershop I saw Herman. Mm -hmm. One day the dude spin me around. I look. I say, yo, hold up. I go out the um, shop. I said, hey, Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White turned around and, yo, Mr. White run over me. Yo, yo, Mr. White is my guy, you know, because no Everybody's in Richmond. How's everybody ending up in Richmond? He was, he's from Richmond. Ah, okay. And I think um, Herm is originally from Richmond. Okay. So check it. So Mr. White, Derek, what you doing? And he just looked at me, you know, and I ain't even gonna say what he said because we on live, live. But when we go <laughs> off, I'll tell you what he said to me. But the next thing I know, one of the problems for me in college was playing basketball in front of people that I didn't know. I, you know, at Albany High, you always know everybody. Mm. So, you know, like KG was in the stands, 
and it was mm -hmm. a girl or two from Albany there. But yo, when Mr. White all of a sudden he started popping up at my games, it gave me inspiration, you know. So, nice. and, and then when I came back to Albany, we ended up working together. So you mm -hmm. know, like he's my mentor, and then he, you know, we started working together, mm -hmm. and then he, you know, became mm -hmm. this 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 career um, administrator. So he's all up in there, and 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 like I said, um, my experience in high school, um, I think academically wasn't as um, positive and strong as it should have been. But I also have to own, you know, take the onus on that, you know, because as I said earlier, I had a mother and father that told me and showed me what I needed to do. Mm. So, you know, uh, when you've been given the ingredients and, and you, you mess it up, you're not following directions. If, you, if your mother put all their ingredients there and she leave you the instructions, and it don't come out right, you, d you did something wrong. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like you didn't have the, 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 the opportunity to do it. So, mm -hmm. and I, like, I'm, don't be I'm, blaming nobody else. So, they'd be like, oh, yeah, don't blame nobody else. Cause like you said, you had the instructions that was laid out right here. So, yes. So, I played a part, you know, um, I, I, I have to um, take ownership in, in, um, in, in my story. Mm -hmm. And it's the best thing, though. It's the best thing. It's like, yo, man, I tell people all the time, it's like, my experiences, man, even being kicked out of Albany High was one of the best things that ever happened to me. You know what I mean? I can say that uh, hindsight now wasn't the best thing at the time, but mm -hmm. it, 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 it taught me a certain level of uh, being accountable for myself. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, I know the circumstances outside. Yeah, I know who I'm running with. Yeah, I know what's going on. But it's also just like when something hits the fan, you realize that everybody else that I'm doing this for ain't there and they don't matter. And this is my life and this is my success or mm -hmm. failure. And mm -hmm. it, it, that level of accountability could not have been taught to me <laughs> in any other way other than going through that type of scenario. And it's just like, you know what? I get it. You know what I mean? It's not about being able to blame my environment. It's not about being able to blame what I'm, what I, what I know I'm about to go through. It's about, well, you know what? I gotta, I gotta see what it is. And I gotta learn how to maneuver mm -hmm. around it, within it. And you know what I mean? I gotta take some own, uh, ownership over it too. But like I said, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it taught me to be accountable for myself. And I was in what? I was a, in a, a senior in high school. So, you know, yo, you know what? Don't be, don't be making excuses. Don't put it on anybody else. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? That, that helped drive me and it helped me to realize that, you know, where we're always looking to point the finger at somebody else that I got to be able to say that, you know, I don't need to point the finger at anybody else because my success or failure begins with me, regardless of what the circumstance is. That's not, you know, that's the dopeness. That's the um, dopeness of rap. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Can you can you think of any attitudes or behaviors uh, that were normalized in Albany um, that uh, that you realize now that were just limited to Albany as a result of you getting out and traveling? Yeah, um, I'm gonna say the 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 um, off authenticity I, i'm struggling with that word but the um the realness of the nation of islam and all mm. um i think that uh 
growing up, the discipline that I saw brothers uh, possess to to memorize lessons and you know um, to be able to um, mm-hmm. pass on that knowledge, you know, um, it, it you know like I never was righteous, you know, but I could remember being in class in a black studies class where, uh, and I hope he see this, Doctor uh, Angelo <laughs> Reverend Doctor Angelo Chapman, and he said, "What is knowledge?" and you know, I was a part of the, it was about four basketball players in that um, class that we used to just sit there and we used to talk, but I was the dude that was 50-50. I was talking with them. <laughs> I think you might have cut out. So he said, I'm going to get back to you. And after class, he walked up to me. He said, man, where did you get that answer at? I've been looking for that answer for, you know, I said, my brothers are um, five percenters and I read their, their, their um, so I think that, um, you know, um, me and Keith Mormon are known at Virginia Union as word is bond. Cause you know, when we used to say word bond. So I just think that, um, you know, the, 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 the nation, you know, like I've said this to equality and reality. Why aren't y'all putting those lessons back out? Cause I think that, mm. um, that's something that could help right now in terms mm. of, you know, anytime you have knowledge of self, um, mm-hmm. another Virginia union story, uh, a Peter belly, who was Michael Malcolm X right hand man was, um, our sports information director. Mm. So, you know, one day he just said something to me like, yo, you, you, you know, what, you know, you got knowledge yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I got knowledge yourself, you know? Um, and I, once again, I'm talking about the nation of Islam. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, you know, what, what I saw, you know, um, we, we were um, introduced of, of the ideal that, you know, um, we are Kings and, you mm-hmm. know, we had some brothers that walked it like they talked it, you know, and they was very knowledgeable and, you know, like, I like anybody that's sharp. You know, um, I got a chance to go see Dr. Khalid Muhammad speak in mm-hmm. Albany at the uh, Arbor Hill Community Center. And I don't know if I was ever in the presence of such an intelligent mm-hmm. man before, because mm-hmm. the brother answered questions in, I think, eight different languages and, you know, um, was fierce with what he knew. And, you know, he knew how to use it. And, you know, I've always been impressed by people that could speak well. Okay. And, you know, um, um, I liked his style of speaking because he made, you know, he made his point well known. So okay. it's interesting that you uh, brought up uh, the nation of Islam. Anywho, though, because like you said, uh, their presence was 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 very impactful, uh, uh, very meaningful to our community. And it was just like, you know. I would go uh, on Friday nights, on Friday nights, they used to have this like little round table where um, um, at the spot right there where SEFQ was at now. Uh, uh, SEFQ is there now, but it used to be, it used to be one of the, it used to be one of the mosques uh, uh, spots there. And I would go there, we used to do these round tables on Friday and Mm -hmm. we'd be talking about worldly discussions and stuff like that. And it was like, I love going to be a part of the conversation. I love mm-hmm. going because one, I've always respected Islam. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, what, what was crazy was that coming from Albany, I thought the nation of Islam was Islam itself, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't until, you know, I went away, I went down to, to Charlotte and then, mm-hmm. you know, I went to, I went to Morocco. 
So I, you know, I, I went to Morocco after my fresh uh, after my freshman year, and was just like, mm-hmm. then I realized that the nation of Islam was, you know, what I mean, one 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 portion, one part. Yes. You know, what I mean, I didn't, small, I didn't know a small any of that. Part. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know any of that. So it was just like, yeah. oh. But like I said, man, it was it was it was just dope because the one thing I've always loved about Islam, and I still love about that to, to this day, is that uh, uh, your the need to be disciplined. You know what I mean, and 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 that's on you. That ain't on the world. That ain't mm-hmm. on every all, all the externals. It, uh, the 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 need for discipline and the importance of tolerance of others. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. So Let I just see. thought that 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 um you know, uh, a lot of brothers would have been a lot wilder without it. And so mm-hmm. you know, like to, then the, the the transition to learn about Malcolm X. Mm. You know, and and then to see like, oh, you know, like so mm-hmm. you I, like, uh, and then to, to watch his pilgrimage and watch his mm-hmm. experience with Islam. You know, I think I learned a lot about Islam from reading about uh, Malcolm X. And the other thing that I used to always like about Islam is that, being that I was kind of like I understood words, you know, I mm-hmm. could break stuff down. So like, you know, they would use their words and they would lose people because people didn't know the meaning. So you mm-hmm. know, here I am. My mother and father played Scrabble so that I would hear them <laughs> argue about words, you know. <laughs> and so, like, I'm like, yeah, I know what that word means. So, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't scared to ask a question. And mm-hmm. then when you ask a question, they can see that you have some understanding. So, you know, um, I, uh, I've always been, um, like, I watch, I listen to Farrakhan. You know, I like mm-hmm. to hear him speak because Dope. he's a heck of a, he's a heck of a speaker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one can't argue with his work. You know, he has led us and he has been um, the voice and the example of how to stand up and be an individual. You know, um, I can't say. For that I've years. Ever seen, yeah, I can't say I've ever seen him playing team ball, you know, at, at our expense. And, mm-hmm. you know, so when when I um, move um, through, you know, he's a person that I want you know, that I, I always feel like he's judging me, you know, like I might mm. have to get judged by him. So you want to be prepared because he's going to ask you that question mm-hmm. that you, you know, you may not be ready uh, for it. So, you know, um, you play psychological games with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. when, when, you know, when I um, uh, played basketball, you know, you just mm-hmm. didn't go to the game and, and you just got, got pumped up because it was a game, you know, like you had to take yourself through stuff and make, make yourself understand mm-hmm that, you know, you don't know who's watching tonight. This is my time. This is, you know, I'm going to, br- you know, as I said, I bring Albany everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I'm representing Albany tonight, you know. And, and all the games that I play, you know, some of my best moments was when people said, hey, man, yo, you from Albany? I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, yo, you know Milt Horn? You know mm-hmm. Steve Horn? You know Herb mm-hmm. Bowen? You know, Tiki Burton, I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, you know, this, yeah. you know. So I felt like I was there, you know, so mm-hmm. listen, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's a lot, it's a lot of long and rich history, man, that, you know, I mean, sometimes uh, when you talk about bridging the gap, like you got to bridge the gap to hear those stories. You got to take the time out to see that wisdom. And I think a lot of times that's what we're missing right now. You know, I mean, even like with the younger generation, what's going on right now is just like, you know, I mean, they're leading themselves. It's like because uh, we're we're missing that information from you just named like uh, you just named um, 
a whole generation, uh, you know what I mean, that, that's, that's connected to, like, the bigger power names will be Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like, but a lot of people are not going to know those, those names. A lot of people are not going to make those connections. A lot of people are not going to know about Holloway, and, you know what I mean? But it's just like, our, this younger generation needs that connection because it's like a lot of dopeness came from out of this area and still is in this area. I mean, in Albany, period. You know what I mean? But I, I, I ain't going to hold you there because, listen, we're going to be on there for, for, for forever. Yeah, so, but you said Mike. You said Mike, man. Like, I get so, like, you know, my, my friends <laughs> in college would mess with me, man. You don't know. And, you know, like, like um, I guess for Mike, I got to thank Hines. You know, um, he, yeah. he, put, he put me around him, and, you know, uh, he never forgot us. And, you know, whenever we will see him, it will be on. And, you know, he always made sure that we, you know, that, that, that uh, we understood that we were his guys, you know? Um, and, and so like that exposure, you know, growing up, seeing, you know, all the stuff that Rory and, and Mike and John exposed us to, you know, I'm talking about on the high end of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, so when I would go down to college and dudes would be, you know, pulling out their stuff and I was just like, yeah, that's nice. I'm going to give it up always. Right. But if you trying to impress me, you, you got to go real hard because, you know, these guys set the bar up at the highest that, you know, like, like balling. I, I don't know if it's anybody that balled out like they did. And, you know, so mm-hmm. that was motivation. That turned into motivation because you could see, you know, uh, um, you know, Mike, Mike went to the gym and made it happen. And then, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, when I, when I met Mike, he had just lost to Tillman. So mm-hmm. it was actually on the decline. It was on his, you know, in one of his downward um, spirals. And, you know, um, like I said, uh, just to see uh, sports be able to take a person at that, that level, you know, I went to the Michael, uh, Mike Tyson, Michael Spinks fight. And, you know, so I knew Mike Tyson from Albany, you know, like the guy that we knew. But I didn't realize that he was a – I didn't realize that he was a national figure and then a, a worldly figure. So, you know – um, athletics, you know, um, it's a world of opportunity connected with, you know, the elite, the people that, um, are able to, you know, make it professionally and, you know, to be able to dominate the sport like he did, you know, mm-hmm. the first night he won his, uh, championship was the first college basketball game I have. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of the, when we won the, um, CIAA championship, mm-hmm. he beat Frank Bruno. When I had the best dunk in my life against Norfolk State down the middle <laughs> on, on, on three people, he mm-hmm. lost to uh, he lost to uh, Buster Douglas. So you know, mm-hmm. like 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 his um, career, like I can tie it to my uh, my um, career mm-hmm. as well. So you know, to see him um, where he's at today, you know, because uh, a part of me connects him to Albany because you know mm-hmm. we will see him every day, gotcha. all day. And, um, you know, I, I mess with my college friends. I say, yo, y'all ready? They said, ready for what? To hear and knew. Because, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, Rory was sitting in my house about a month ago and Rope said, he said, yo, man, I'm going to be honest. He said, um, Mike is a bad dude, so it depend on what Mike is in training camp. He said, Correct. because if he's dedicated to the sport, he said, yo, he, he still punch hard. Mm-hmm. So it's a chance. And then, you know, where, 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 where it's at. But, you know, uh, just hearing Mike, it always warmed my heart up 
and now seeing him so happy and, you know, um, um, speaking and doing the things that he wants, because if you got, if any people that get a chance to know him up, you know, he's a lovable, likable guy. And, and, and so I think that, you know, um, the annex of, you know, uh, of all that he was dealing with, um, really like, um, clouded, um, people's, um, view of him. So and it's good to see be, the brother on. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And, uh, I think that, I mean, the way he did it, the level of his experience, like you said, he was global. You know, I mean, he was, uh, you know, I mean, he was that big of a figure. But his story and the demons are the things that he had to battle to become the healthy Mike Tyson that he is right now. Like, I love hearing him speak. His show on Broadway was the bomb. It's like, yo, he, the dude is hilarious. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, so I, uh, sometimes you got to go through the transition to shed things and to shed people that yeah. we, that that we're carrying around with us. We're carrying experiences. We're sharing. Uh, I mean, carrying people that you know. What I mean, will drain you. You know what I mean. So you know, I mean, that was part of his experience, man. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me see. Uh, I got one for you right now. Uh, that's gonna bring it. Uh, actually. Um, ties in closer to home right now in regards to what's going on too but the black lives uh, matter movement uh you know what i mean shout out to my man family matters for the t-shirt tonight mm -hmm. uh but the black lives matter movement isn't just about police brutality but it's about uh dismantling systematic racism uh if you could hone in on two to three points d you know what i mean what would you uh, uh what would you say we need to tackle as a people um, for like in the next couple of weeks, the immediate goal would be the census. You know, okay. um, I think that um, that's important because if when you look at the census and you look at our group, we have a lack mm -hmm. of representation. And so that's an immediate uh, fast fix, um, you know, because you only have a, a small window of opportunity um, with that. But, you know, um, the, the regular, like, it's entry, basic level stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. people want to talk about finances and all of that. Like, I'm mm -hmm. talking about foundational stuff. Mm -hmm. We got to get people registered to vote. You know, um, you know, first we got to figure out how to get as many people registered. You know, that's okay. the first thing. And then the second thing is trying to, you know, encourage them to vote at, in, a, in a block and, you know, mm -hmm. vote together. And so, um, you know, understanding... Um, how things work. You have to do your part to be able to hold somebody else accountable. Correct. And, and so like, um, when you look at our numbers, um, when it comes to voter turnout, you will understand why we don't get, it doesn't make it right. You know, you will understand mm -hmm. how year in and year out, um, people aren't participating, mm -hmm. you know, should you be expecting someone to remember you? So, you know, getting people to understand that, um, it's not one person's job, you know, like this is a partnership. You know, when you elect somebody, you don't elect a person to go out there and they're going to figure everything out. Mm. You know, you elect someone because they have the qualities that, you know, are going to show leadership when leadership is needed. And so um, with that being said, that's when we need the masses behind us. Like at this time mm. right now, you know, like tomorrow, um, if we need to, we should be able to have 500 people standing down at City Hall saying enough is enough for this gun violence. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we should right now, 
it should be um, a universal um, um, conversation coming from all of the stakeholders' mouth that we need community centers. We need proactive programming. We need um, uh, spaces, you know, like they, you know, they're tearing all these buildings down and they're creating these, you know, these gaps so that, you know, the, um, the conversation is different instead of selling one lot. Now they selling several lots. Mm -hmm. And now that looks different to a developer and, you know, it, it looks, uh, it makes it more beneficial to talk to a developer. And now, so you taking the, 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 the independent uh, people, you're taking the um, locals out of the um, conversation about purchasing these um, lots. So now they're, they're leaving the uh, community. So hmm. it's a lot of things that, that uh, factor in to why is why, you know, how did okay. we get here? Uh, and so okay. like right now I, for the second war, you know, we are focusing on the uh, second war committee. And, hmm. you know, um, um, in the last couple of weeks, I've been um, getting some commitments from, uh, people that are doing the work and that's the thing of really trying to build up the committee because you want people that are active in the community because those are the models you get it the, the role models for the residents to say hey I, if I need something I know where to go if I need a, a question answer I know where to go you know now with Google people feel like you know I don't have to go to a meeting you know mm -hmm. I could watch the meeting on the, um you know I could mm -hmm. watch you know, and, and, and so like just building up trust and people to understand that if you do your part, it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're not going to be led, you know, um, for so long, man, we always had these grand openings of all these things that are going to happen. And then, you know, we sit around and wait for them to, uh, to happen and they don't. And so like mm -hmm. what, what, what I see is this, I listen to what people say. And then mm -hmm. if they don't do it, I'm going to just come in there and hold you accountable with your words. And that's what they don't like about me. And, and so what I, I try to show people like, yo, when they tell us we can't do something, but you saw somebody else doing it, they owe us an explanation of why we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, they, they try to tell us it was J.E.K. That, 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 that was causing mm -hmm. all the shooting and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. J.E.K., you took mm -hmm. J.E.K. away and look, at it got worse. You know, if you remember years ago, Teen Night, Teen, teen Night um, mm -hmm. saved a lot of people in Albany, too. Real talk. Yeah, but, you know, you see what this administration did. They told Cook it wasn't no gang problem. Mm. They let Cook go to the county. So, you know, like, I, I just, you know, like, like stuff um, is it, 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 it's, it's hurtful for, uh, for me because we've seen this coming. Mm. You know, like, we didn't know it was going to go in this direction. But we knew it wasn't going in the right direction. Hmm. And so, um, the it's interesting. Back. It's, it's interesting. Uh, when, when you, when you, when you bring up like, uh, a lot of people keep talking about how the centers are gone and it's, it's crazy. It's like, you know, I never really put it together like that. It was just like, you know, I could think of at least like five or six places that were available when, uh, uh, uh when I was a youngin. That it was just like, you know, if I'm in this part of town, I can go here. If I'm in this part of town, I can go here. You know what I mean? I had the wreck down here on 3rd Ave. You know, I had the Boys and Girls Club on, on Delaware, which, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Which, 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 uh, I, I came up under. That was when, when Brandon Graham was there. You know what I mean? But so that was, was nothing. It was not like, like when Brandon had the club, it mm. was nothing like when the club, like the club that we had, mm. the club that we had, it was so, like, they had, um, 
times for you to be there. Mm. You know, like in the early part before the yeah, and then you know this is the crazy part though, right? They always told us, "Yo, y'all could stay." Mm. Yo, yo, we we on now. This is a crazy story. We on the bus coming back from New York City. Me, my the guy that eventually be my college roommate, mm. a brother that um event that was a um, councilman before me of the Second War, Lester Freeman. Mm-hmm. And Divine, um, Scott Randolph, all four of us went down. We caught the bus down and we stayed and caught the last bus back. So, yo, when you caught the last bus back, now I'm going to say some names that was on that bus Dumar Hemingway, mm-hmm. Rasan Hemingway, um, men, black men, mm-hmm. yo, um, all the boys from downtown, Amen. right? So, so, yo, bro, this is crazy, right? I've never seen a bus where they had people standing up on a Greyhound. Mm. And, it, and it was crazy because it was all white people. Mm. And they were in the back by, you know, I mean, these guys was ruthless this night, right? And so when you come out of Lincoln Tunnel, if you knew Rasan Hemingway, he had a funny voice. He said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stand-in game. And, and you know, he just said some wild stuff. So listen. The ride from Lincoln Tunnel to New Pulse was so crazy that when we pulled into the New Pulse station, the state police was waiting there. Mm. Yo, bro. And 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 still to this day, I, I I do remember it, but I just know this. Yo, the um the 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 bus driver, like when they when they pulled into the bus station, all the white people was clapping. Yo, the the um the, the state police came up on the bus. And yo, and, and my roommate tell, because I, I asked him many years later, I said, yo, why they didn't take us? He said, yo, D, because soon as you saw the um, police come up on the bus, yo, I said, yo, act like we sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, I promise you, it was me and Keith, and then Lester was sitting right there. They That, that bus driver came and took a step. He looked at us, and he took a step forward. He said, take everybody else. Mm. So they took about 18 people off that bus that day, right? Mm. But they didn't take three people. Mm. And that's where you, like, you when you go through life, right, and, you know, like, uh, we all the same, right, but we different too. Correct. Because some of us know when to shut up. Mm. 